I'm back. That was so quick. I know, guess what? I, I forget. <laughs> oh my gosh, what have you got now? <laughs> what did you just do? I just whacked my knee. I've got a passion fruit martini. Oh, I'm so obsessed with those. Where did you get these little naughty drinks from? Sainsbury's, obviously. Sainos. Sainos. Sainobuies. Oh my god, these Sainobuies. are so nice. Aren't they? to House Wine and Wellness, the weekly podcast hosted by Charlotte and Neve, where we drink wine, get all up in our feels, and keep it 100% real. Isn't that right? Cheers. Yeah, that's true. Cheers to that, guys. Cheers to that. How are you? I'm very well. I'm very excited to record this episode. Not like we've been talking about it all day or anything. Hee hee. Embarrassing. Um, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Right, I'm pretty tired this week, not gonna lie. It's all the uni work that you've been doing though, isn't it? It's dra- a bit draining. Yeah, sipping on the drinks to keep my... Go. And I just let everyone know what we're drinking, so I've opted for a red wine, don't judge me. Just Which I just like to say <laughs> is off-brand. Is what? Say that again. It's off-brand. It's very off-brand for me, I won't lie, but I went downstairs to my mom, obviously living at home place with your vibes and I was like mom have we got any white wine and she was like we've got red I was like mm, that's not what I asked is it <laughs> that's not that's not the answer I'm thinking for but yeah no so I'm on the red wine kind of getting into the red wine recently though kind of fancy myself a bit of a merlot I won't lie what does it taste like um <laughs> I'm, gonna do, I'm gonna give you a taste test right now I'm gonna I'm gonna do what they do in the posh restaurants <laughs> Um, I'm getting like, I just, I just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting like a hint of berries. I'm getting like cherries, berries, kind of like forest fruit. You know, when you get like, um, a chocolate gatto. <laughs> <laughs> no, be- no, berries. Mean, no, a red forest yeah. gatto. Is that what it's black? Is it a bit black forest gatto? Black forest. Black forest, <laughs> <laughs> You know when you get a chocolate gatto? No. You know when you get a red forest gatto? No. <laughs> we got there in the end. That was trial and error. That's how we work things out, isn't it? We just go and go and go until one of us gets it right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm drinking a full-bodied Merlot. We live that. Um, Charlotte, what are you drinking? Much more sophisticated. I'm drinking a one-pound can of I beg to differ. So let's get into it so this week's podcast episode um actually no firstly thank you so much to everyone who's followed the instagram page shared and liked our most recent post and obviously thank you to everyone who's listened to the first episode already because obviously the way that we're recording this is the first episode will be out and now this is the second one so thank you so much listeners um like we've said before we're getting used to this so just bear with us a little bit because it's just a bit of an adjustment period for us right now we knew girls on the podcast block (laughs) so yeah what are we talking about this week we're doing recommendations first Mm. yes we are you go first please because i'm still trying to think of mine can't talk about the crown two weeks in a row apparently oh my god 
Guess what? You're about to tell me your recommendation. <laughs> Go on. Guess what I've started what watching? What have you started watching? The Crown. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Can I just get a round of applause? Thank you so much for being one of the only people, actually the only person who's took my recommendation on because everyone else just tells me to shut up and stop talking about it. So thank you. Give, oh my gosh, give me the lowdown. Where are you? Tell okay. me. So I just finished episode three. Mm-hmm. So I'd say I'm well and truly submerged. At this point. Very submerged. I was like, I'm not going to get addicted. It's going to be boring. I don't understand. I don't like the royal family, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Were you wrong, sis? Were you absolutely wrong with a capital W? I am hooked. Only thing is, I'm kind of bored of how much you talk about Winston Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not like, really, he doesn't that, really like, do it for me. He's very moody, smokes a bit too many cigars for someone that has no neck. He looks like... <laughs> He look, I don't know why that has any correlation, but I just don't really understand how the smoke's getting down into the chest when you've got no neck, do you know what I mean? He's just like mm. a little puff of fish. What's that bit when he was in the bath? Yeah, very odd. But what are we saying about Prince Philip is the real question. Well, I'm not at any point where he's done anything scandalous. Okay, so we're not going to talk about that just yet then, because that's hashtag spoilers. But he's got an odd face. <laughs> Well, that's not actually Prince Philip. It's um, it's Matt Smith. It's <laughs> Matt Smith, babe. Oh, I don't act Matt Smith like that. I think he's really cute. No, he looks like the um, like a Disney prince. You know, and they've got really square things. If he was a Disney prince, I'd be really concerned. I think he's really cute. I kind of fancy him. No cap. No, <laughs> no I do a little bit. No, mm. no, I don't. I think I'm just saying. I that. think so. Three episodes in, my verdict is. Yeah, go on. Claire Foy is the most beautiful woman. Who's that? Me. Okay, is that the actress that plays her? Yeah. See, I'm not that obsessed with it yet where I start researching all their personal lives, but I am quite close to it because I did find out a research yesterday whether Matt Smith had a girlfriend. Carry on. Yeah, I think that's just a Matt Smith thing. Not a <laughs> I think it's just a Matt Smith thing. I always do that, don't I? I get really, I really fancy people in series. So, absolutely love her. I think she's playing it, like, mm. insanely well. She's so She's good. kind of doing the Queen better than the Queen does the Queen. Yeah. She's better at being Queen than the Queen. She could she should be the Queen because the Queen is not the Queen. <laughs> the queen, Queen, Queen. <laughs> like um, do, she's doing up Queen <laughs> in style. Yes, I agree. Second point is secretly wish that Princess Margaret was still alive, because what a fucking legend. Thank wasn't I telling you that? Wasn't I saying she's an absolute legend and loves to just get drunk? An she's an icon, a strong, she's a bad B, all round a strong 10. Um, surprise, didn't know anything about her, so that wasn't Can nice. I be honest, I didn't even know she existed. I know nothing about the royal family. Do yeah. you know what you're learning from it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I am, to be fair. I thought the same. Because I, like, I would never sit and research the royal family, like, I don't give a fuck, but because they do it, like, interestingly, like, mm. I actually want to... Yeah, because it's like, like a drama, isn't it? So it's a, basically a 10 out of 10 for The Crown so far, then. Yeah, really glad I finally jumped in the back. Really glad you finally listened to me t- obsessively talking to you about it and relating every conversation back to it, and you finally started watching it. So my recommendation is... <laughs> mine is like yours is so like classy like the crown is very like classy vibes of mine's <laughs> mine's the office 
<laughs> the UK version. Have you watched it? The UK version of The Office. No. Have you watched the American no. version? No. Okay. Well, the American version has a lot of hype because obviously Ricky Gervais wrote it and produced it and then sold it to um, the American production company or whatever. Who I don't know. What I'm talking about this stuff. I know. Like, yeah, Ricky texted me and was like, "Guess what? I just sold my show." <laughs> and I was like, "No way. That's kind of mad." Still, <laughs> no. Um, he basically Ricky Gervais wrote writes it and produced it and obviously acts in it as well and then he yeah. sold it to America like obviously I'm assuming like a TV company um and like a lot of people originally didn't even know that the British one existed they just thought yeah. the American one was the only one I'm like no 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 the honestly the American one like I've watched a few episodes of it so I can't really judge but the British one is so elite maybe just because I'm British so I find the humour it's really like dry humour and you almost get yeah. like secondhand embarrassment for like the characters and stuff and it's just so funny I've already I watched it all once in the first lockdown so I was feeling a bit nostalgic so I watched it all again a couple of days ago yeah it's so funny like just the moments and the awkwardness and like honestly I don't know how to describe it it's just really um oh <laughs> it's just like feel good funny classic series like it's really like it's one of those for me that never gets old like it's just very british very like literally is Is it like comforting yeah like it literally depicts an office the boss obviously who ricky gervais (laughs) plays i know that was really obvious wasn't it do it so it like it like basically like like depicts like an office. <laughs> so basically, you might not believe this, yeah, but it's like set in like an office. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it literally is like a standard UK office where they've got like the dead banter, the boss that tries too hard yeah. to be everyone's friend, the office creep, the office couple that aren't actually a couple but are literally in love with each other. Like it depicts all the pet, all the very real relationships. That's what I'm meant to say. Is it- <laughs> <laughs> you went is it and I looked at you and you just didn't say anything I was like yes I said is it on Netflix oh I just heard is it and I looked at you and I was like oh no I was like is it on Netflix and you were like <laughs> I was like the floor is yours babe speak <laughs> yeah no it's on Netflix that's what I watched it on big recommendation big recommendation so that was good that was good. moving on from the recommendations this week we wanted to talk about um the topic of comparing yourself um how easy it is to compare yourself and the reason as to why you shouldn't do that so what is your opinion charlotte on comparing yourself and why do you think it's so easy for us to do it um i think with social media it's literally impossible to escape Mm. it's I don't think there's any way of like removing comparison because Mm -hmm. human nature and when you've got like images of people's lives Mm. and people's bodies faces Mm. on your phone screen 24 hours a day like I don't think there's any way of avoiding it I just think that it's knowing when it becomes like unhealthy and when it's maybe like irrational yeah no I completely agree with you I think we're like 
the, I think our society, especially our generation and like younger generations, like we're very social media fixated, um, especially me and you can be quite social media fixated purely because of, like your blog page and my poetry page, we kind of have to maintain that Instagram presence like more often than not. And even then, like, I think it's really easy to get caught up with the whole idea of people presenting their lives on Instagram and presenting their bodies on Instagram and their faces on Instagram and almost like trying to depict their personalities to to each other through Instagram. Like, oh, look at me. I'm so fun. I'm doing this with my friends this weekend. But what we are so quick to forget, I think, um, is people love to present their best moments on Instagram their like most beautiful photos, their funniest memories, their greatest holidays. They don't show you, like people don't want to put on Instagram the moments where they're having a breakdown or they're feeling rubbish or, you know, like I think we're so, we're such a um, surface society, don't you think? Yeah. Like we love to present things surf at surface value and we love to, present ourselves in this way that we have everything together um Mm. but I do think you're right in saying that social media is the biggest biggest route for comparison like it's literally like a green light for us to begin to compare ourselves with other people yeah and I think as well like Instagram or places like that reward people that are constantly like showing how good things are like it it like is positive reinforcement of things so like no wonder people post all the time and post like certain types of images so it's like in the same way that you could walk down the street and pass someone and be like oh my god they're really pretty like you never see them again whereas like on instagram you can go back and look at someone's account or go and like search new people all the time even, you only have to go onto your explore page and your fl- your phone is flooded with images of like beautiful models and like with a mate like you know like the idea of this like perfect body type and da 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 like <laughs> I just realised I made the da 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 noise. What we realised in the in the first <laughs> recording of our podcast, guys, is I have a really mad habit of going da 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 da, and then outside of the podcast, I said to one of my friends, "Do I do that a lot? Do you think I say da 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 da?" And they were like, "All the time." Did you? Yeah, no, I said. Did I, you ask yeah, someone? No, no, no. I, I said to my friend Mia, I said, "Do, do you think I, I go da 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 quite a lot?" And she was like, "You really do." I was like, "Really?" I didn't even realise I did that. So it's not just you. Everybody else thinks it. Anyway, yeah, no, you only have to go on your explore page, and you're flooded with all these images. And I do completely understand the whole concept of you saying like you feel like you can't escape it and social media can be very overwhelming and I do think it like I said it gives us that green light to like here's this girl with all this makeup on who spent hours getting ready and looks amazing and you're in bed and you don't look like this right now so there you go give it a double tap and you can compare yourself do you know what I mean but it's I just think it's so even social media like I think social media is the biggest aspect and plays the biggest part because like I just said to you people show their most like their brilliant and perfect elements of their life they they would never post on instagram i haven't got out of bed today because i feel really mentally low or like when people do post that yeah, stuff exactly. it tends to be on like a second account like i have a second account obviously you know all the top quality answers um <laughs> and like that like personally i don't do that but like some people have that second account almost as like a true version of themselves mm. and i think even that sums it up perfectly we have this instagram 
more often than not people have their main Instagram where it will show their best bits, their greatest photos, they look great, they're having fun, they're doing this, they're doing that. And then they make a second Instagram almost because they feel that need to actually be real with their close friends. Cause that, that like second Instagram will never have as many followers as the main one. And I think that just shows it though, doesn't it? Like the, the culture that we live in is Instagram almost pressures you to show your best bits because everyone else is doing it. Whereas yeah. and the fact that people feel the need to have that second account is almost that window and that space to actually breathe and be real and show themselves crying in bed and like take photos of themselves and be like, haven't moved all day long, having a breakdown. Like, Cause that's like a lot of the content that I see on people's second Instagrams. Um, but I do just think it's sad that social media has like, pushed us to that point of self-comparison where we feel like we can't even be genuine. Yeah, completely. I think as well, like what you were saying about um, the fact that it's like everyone's best moments and like everyone's kind of like, it's like a highlight reel and that's like, everyone's always said that. But I think it can be so easy when you look at someone's Instagram and you see like a handful of pictures where they are looking what they feel is their best and what looks their best. Yeah you take that as their entire yeah 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 Yeah, you do like you take that as like every single aspect of their life is as perfect it's like eight images Mm -hmm. and hard to imagine that they wake up with no makeup and eye bags and bad skin or like they have bad angles I think I'm I know for a fact that like I'm guilty of like seeing someone's Instagram account and failing to remember that if you added up the time that it took to get those images it would probably be like 10 minutes mm. equating that to someone's entire life mm. and I'm like they are that perfect 24 hours of every single day or how I do do you know what I mean I'm like oh yeah. my god like actually it's a 2d image of like a multifaceted human being but it's just so easy to like forget when someone's in control of what you see and you do believe sorry it. that sentence actually just popped off like Oh my god, that was a that was a crazy sentence that you just said. That's actually I'm actually astonished. Say that one more time, please. Say it loud for the people in the back. What did you just say? I don't know about the TD image. Say that one more time because we need to literally we need to really put some light on that one more time. I said um, it's a 2D image of a multifaceted human. Oh my days! (laughs) Mic drop. Mic drop say no more (laughs) um it's so true like that's why like what you just said was amazing you just summed it up though because like it's so easy to get so obsessed with other people's lives when they present their own lives to be so perfect I've actually had a real life encounter with people who depict this perfect life on social media and then meet them in person and like whatever like you know they're lovely and then I kind of hear oh they've got this going on they've got that going on they're really sad at the moment. they're really struggling and you think really because that's not what they're showing to look like you know and then you think you know what everybody right now most likely has something that's bothering them something they're healing mm. from something they're trying mm. to get over something they're trying not to think about something they're actively working on something they're actively trying to move on from I don't I've never met a single person who is not hurt over something or has been hurt over something or is not working on themselves to improve themselves or is not like in a sad place or a bad place like 
we are so quick to forget that we are all human beings that all have the same hearts and like the same feelings and the same blood gets pumped around all of our bodies. Do you know what I mean? Like we get so caught up with just assuming that from a photo that person's really got it together in my days. I've got to get it together right now. Like look at this person, they're Mm -hmm. like doing bits for themselves. Like I need to fix up. Like I need to get on, I need to get on track. I need to do this. Like even like this is why I'm not. I'm personally, and I think you're quite similar to me in this sense. We're not really the sort of people that follow like the mainstream influencers on Instagram. They've all got crazy lives. Like they're all like doing like mad things themselves. They're all so rich, you know, so on and so forth. But for me personally, if my Instagram feed is clogged up with that. I will see that and think that must be the norm. And what yeah. makes me so sad is that the, it's normally the impressionable people that are like, you know, a bit younger and like so obsessed with the Kardashians and want to look like Kendall Jenner and like, I understand that, like who doesn't, but obviously you have your own beauty and you cannot be, even begin to compare your own beauty. And I'm not even talking like face deep or body deep beauty. I'm talking like internal, soulful, like personality heart like kindness like beauty is such a transferable and versatile thing don't you think but instagram and facebook and twitter and snapchat and all these social media platforms almost they really really want us to compare ourselves because if we're comparing ourselves at face value we're spending more money on clothes to feel better we're spending more money on skincare we're spending more money on makeup that more often than not has been pushed by all these influencers and it's just an endless cycle a huge part of it as well is the result of living in a capitalist society that profit us buying into insecurity like that Mm -hmm. is literally where so much of it stems Mm -hmm. from and the sad truth is like we can't get away from a lot of that Mm -hmm. i think that i think it's in our human nature now in the society that we're in to always feel like we could be doing better because that is literally how advertising works yeah no I honestly yeah you're so right I think it's like comparing yourself is one thing but when you put yourself down because of it is when it's like you need to stop (laughs) which is so said than done but I think like it's quite easy to look at someone Mm. oh they've got better hair than me but then it's like when it starts becoming like they've got better hair than me therefore I'm a piece of shit (laughs) like I think it is all no no I completely agree with you it's all like I'm like I feel like we're both quite similar in the sense that we are very much like have to have internal conversations with ourselves yeah and more I will see like a stunning girl and I'm like say having a day where like I'm feeling a bit rough and I'm like oh no makeup on just left the house for a walk like a beautiful girl to walk past me and I'm like oh god did you really have to do that to me today come on but like the internal conversation that I have myself is that girl looks beautiful and just because she looks beautiful doesn't take away from who I am yeah that's one thing that's a big thing with comparison and that's something that I would encourage people that are listening to this to begin to think like someone can be so beautiful like inside or out but that doesn't take away from you Mm. that just because like you know like a stunning person that walks past you doesn't automatically cancel you out Mm. that is the culture that we live in though it's a very competitive like yeah you only have to watch the tv through like um almost like a marketing mindset and you'll see there's so many adverts come on and it's just women on the adverts but being like oh is your skin this is your hair this and it's like i just really don't appreciate that like Mm. it's very like you said it's like consumerism focused and that is where this self-comparison comes from like what you've just said about the the society is like perfect like I remember like a poet that I follow on Instagram um 
said in the first lockdown, she put a video up and she was like, I know everyone's moaning about things being shut and so on and so forth, but really appreciate this time where we're very unbothered by expectations from society to go out and get dressed up and Mm. look this way and act this way because as soon as they have the chance capitalism is going to be breathing down our necks again and I really felt that because as soon as that lockdown was over and things were open and you were expected to go out and do this and do that I really felt that sudden pressure to look nice and act like this and be social and I almost got out the habit of being that way mm. so it was a bit of a shock to the system yeah I think as well like when you think like when you look at people and you think they or you compare yourself to someone like you never ever think that someone's doing that to you yeah no you don't yeah it's such a cycle like you sit and you stare at other people and you're like oh my god like imagine being like that or looking like that or having that life and it's like they they have people they look at and do that too and that they do that to have people that they do that to like it's literally yeah. like an ongoing perpetual cycle like it's such an ongoing cycle i think the only way we can break it is it starts with us it really starts with us no no it does doesn't i go and get another drink of course interlude <laughs> so in terms of what we're obviously talking about we're talking about comparing ourselves we're talking about how it's really easy to do that because of the society that we exist in feeds off our insecurities what do you do personally to kind of combat that internally and combat that desire, like that programmed desire that society has programmed into us to compare yourself? Like how do you break the cycle that we've just spoken about? I think it's a like ongoing work in progress. Like I don't, I don't know how to stop doing it or how to get better at not doing it because it's so easy. But mm-hmm. I think one, I don't like you were kind of you like touched on I don't follow anyone that really makes me feel like shit <laughs> at Kylie Jenner no, I'm joking <laughs> no shade here girls supporting girls but you know I know I do know what you mean anyone that I really look at and just think oh like it to like it get if it gets me down mm-hmm. like I used to follow like all the Victoria's Secret models I don't want to see that <laughs> you know like I used to follow all of them and and then I was sort of like actually what do I get from their page apart from nothing <laughs> No, you do have to, I know, I know, as much as, like, like we have a joke, like, it is serious, because you do have to ask yourself, is me following, by following this person and having this person have their photos in my newsfeed on a regular basis, is that helping me feel good, or is that hindering me mm. from feeling good? Like, am I feeling uplifted or inspired by these posts? Am I feeling motivated? Even if you just don't, you just don't, like, sometimes, there are some people where I just don't compare myself, like, I just look at, like, I don't even make that connection. So that's also fine. Like, I follow some influencers, like, um, some fitness people that will, like, post their workouts and stuff, and I feel quite inspired by them, because they're not promoting a certain body type. They're just saying, this is a great workout to do for strong legs, da, da, da. three reps of this, and so on and so forth, and I just heard myself go, da, 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 again, and oh my god, <laughs> I think we need to start tallying it. We need to start tallying it. Okay, how many times has it been? Where's my pen? How many times have I done it so far? Because I don't hear I don't it anymore, so you're used to it. Yeah, I know, it just embeds itself. How many times have I done it? I think I've done it three times so far. Yeah, go three. Go three. Anyway, back to the main event. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think some people that you follow can be quite inspiring and motivating. People that have gone on mad fitness journeys, people that have like built up a brand for themselves from scratch. You're like, that's great. I want to do this sort of thing. So I'm going to keep this in my feed because I want to see that and be motivated and inspired. But some people that like, you follow them and they just really bring like your 
frequency down a little bit because it's like well I could never have this sort of billion pound house that this person's in and it's making me feel like my daily job at the supermarket isn't good enough so I'm gonna unfollow them I think like you have to have that conversation with yourself if I was gonna sum up like self-comparison and the way that we compare ourselves to other people I genuinely just for me I view it as like a waste of energy and a mental it just strikes me as a bit of a mental block and a mental cloud that is almost preventing you from reaching your like full capabilities I think we're at our full capability when we are a hundred percent and completely secure and happy and confident within ourselves and I think self-comparison and every time you compare yourself I read something on Instagram the other day which literally has inspired us to do this podcast focused on um, self-comparison because I came across Instagram post sent to Charlotte I sent it to Charlotte in the chat and I was like self-comparison and she was like love that yeah <laughs> um and it said, comparing yourself is violence against your authentic self. And it basically went on to, this Instagram post basically just went on to explain how you're unique and you come into the world with a very unique vibe, very unique ways, obviously very unique looks, um, so on and so forth. So by trying to fit in, you're almost altering that vibration that isn't meant to be altered with. So when we can feel ourselves like trying to fit in with people because we've compared ourselves to them, and then we're trying to fit their vibe more than we're trying to fit our own. You can almost feel yourself doing it because mm. it can feel very awkward for you and you can feel very like disconnected from yourself because you sort of think, I'm doing this and I'm saying, yeah, I love doing that or yeah, I'll do that even though I don't do that and I don't want to, but I'm just trying to fit in because I keep comparing myself and I feel like I just need to be like these people because they've got it together or they're so cool or they say this, they say that but you actually take the strength and take the power back in your individuality when you say no to not wanting to do things that everyone else is doing just because they're doing it. Yeah. And just being very like standing strong and firmly in your own two feet and being very self-aware. Yeah. I think self-awareness and having a strong sense of self, which doesn't come easily. I'm not trying to say that's an easy thing. I've found self-awareness and a strong sense of self through very hard experiences that have given me a very strong backbone and very thick skin same with you and have sort of made us those situations that literally throw you to the ground and you have to build yourself back up and you recreate yourself and you build yourself back up with that strength and awareness that I've done this completely on my own no Mm. one can ever tell me that they've helped me create this version of me because I have done this with my bare hands yeah and I think that unique vibration that you almost like birth through that whole process of rebuilding yourself is where the self-comparison kind of ceases to exist. Like you just have to, it's like people say with bad habits or anything like that, or any thoughts that you don't want to have, whatever you don't feed will starve. That was so good. So if you, what, that was so good. <laughs> Guys, I wish you could see the, the massive smile on Charlotte's face as I said that. Like she was so gassed then. I was so here for it. I was Guys, like, wow, really girls. providing me with some content wow super cool bro if you have a habit of comparing yourself to other people and you spend hours looking at someone's instagram that you think really has their life together i want to tell you one thing they definitely don't have their lives together 
Yes. Nobody has their lives together. Yeah. I can imagine even Kim Kardashian, well, Kim Kardashian, all the problems with Kanye West recently, and she is literally photographed crying. And no sole person, no matter the money, the wealth, or the position they have in society, or the notoriety they have behind them, has their life together. Yeah. I really take a lot of reassurance in that. Mm-hmm. I really do. Even these influencers that are building companies and building brands for themselves and selling this and selling that and they're in this show they're in that film like actors actresses none of them have their lives together yeah like if you have that habit of comparing yourself to other people stop feeding the habit Mm. take yourself off your phone do the thing on instagram that people do where like you set the time that you're allowed to go on your instagram for a day anytime you have that thought to stalk someone's instagram because you feel like your life isn't enough or the way you look today isn't good and you Mm. see a girl who's spent hours getting ready and immediately you know you're going to compare yourself put your phone down and go and do something else or put get off instagram and ring a friend facetime a friend facetime a family member it's all about replacing the habits with something new because what you what you don't feed will starve. Do you know what I mean, guys? I do really agree with that Instagram post that I sent to you, though, that said that comparing yourself is like an act of violence. I really think it's really... You may as well just punch yourself in the face. <laughs> and we're not condoning that sort of violence. Do you know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, so true. I think as well, it helps me to remember that, like, everyone's perception of, like, having it together or, like, perfect or whatever you want to say, like, is completely different. And so mm-hmm. I'll like I'll find myself sometimes when I'm like down a rabbit hole of like comparing myself to people like, okay, that's my opinion because I'm coming at it from a mindset of feeling like I'm not enough and therefore they are better than me. But that's not mm-hmm. you know, that's not fact. That's not mm. you know, like comparing yourself isn't fact. I think I said this last week that I saw something that said um on it's because for me on instagram i deliberately follow loads of quote pages motivation pages but just to fit, deliberately fill my feed and actively fill my feed with really positive quotes and i saw something the other day and it was like your thoughts are not you i mm. said when you have that self-comparison thought that pops into your head it's not you that's comparing yourself it's just your thought so don't feed it, let it go, let it die, ignore it, refuse to have the conversation with yourself when you start to think like that. Yeah. And I also think a lot of self-comparison, and within girls especially, and I can imagine the same with boys as well, you compare yourself and then it does spark like a bit. I've kind of don't really do this anymore, but I've definitely have done this before. And I know a lot of girls do do this because I sort of hear the conversations and it makes me feel quite awkward, but like, girls compare themselves and when they don't like what they see in another girl because they almost see something and assume something's missing from them and this girl's pretty and this girl has it all together it sparks a bit of hatred and a bit of bitchiness yeah i think it's not a nice place it doesn't come from a like a good place no no and like girls will see a girl looking lovely and rather than say something nice just because they don't feel nice within themselves that day it'll be like this she doesn't even look that nice or she's not this or she's not that and it's a bit like we don't have to tear other girls down just because we feel like we're lacking something because for one we're not lacking anything Mm. and that girl posting that selfie has not invited you to attack her what does make me sad is when girls use other girls feeling confident within themselves as an opportunity to hate them yeah like we're very quick to be like oh she's full of herself and it's not yeah. she's just yeah she's just like sitting in her power and she's mm-hmm. sitting in her confidence then that doesn't invite you to say something negative about her so 
guys we just had an absolute fucking nightmare my laptop is basically about as helpful as a fucking table at this point her laptop is basically prehistoric at this point <laughs> it's from the jurassic era from the 1900s rose and i couldn't i had to and we were panicking that like an hour's worth of fucking stuff it's waffling on was gone it's, it, it hasn't. It's saved. We're all good. We're fine. Problem averted. It just took half an hour to rectify. <laughs> so we're okay and we are learning. So we we're going to wrap the episode up there anyway. Um, so it was probably my laptop being like, I can't record anymore. Obviously. The laptop was basically like, you've made your point. You're telling them not to compare <laughs> themselves. Don't follow the Kardashians. Pack it in now. I'm down. <laughs> I'm just still like recovering from the trauma of that. Like I know, yeah, no, we, just guys, we just thought that we'd lost an hour's worth of podcast and we were like I said to and Charlie, we were like, we're oh, let's have to do it again. It and I was like, honestly, I cannot tell you what like how much I don't want to do that. <laughs> I was like, we can just we're just gonna have to re-record it. And Charlotte was like, Yeah, but I'm gonna sound really passive aggressive. Like, yeah, just stop comparing yourself, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you're following people that make you feel bad, just fucking unfollow them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done now, signing out, logging off, BRB got to go oh my god but we've done it we've done it that's our first glitch so actually everyone's experienced that with us tonight that's our first glitch and what do we do we move i've actually really enjoyed this episode really yeah same i really liked it thank you for tuning in drinking wine and we will see you next week bitches see you you later